Osiris. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. E, sorry about my internet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back We're to good. another episode of Always Almost There Evening After Show. We got a two for you today. Uh, my actually a, a trio uh, ba- based on recent reports I've seen uh, on some social media platforms. Uh, we've got a trio today. Uh, we've got myself. We've got my good friend, Danny Rosewoods over here and his good friend uh, making his debut on the pod. I think Danny, you said. Yep. Pod debut. Bjorn. Bjorn the snail. Bjorn the bucket hat. Welcome to the pod, Bjorn. Welcome. I, I listen. I I'm personally very excited to have Bjorn here on the pod. Um, you know, I I don't think we've ever had a Welcome. bucket hat co-host before. Well, yeah, we've never work this eve. It's it's excellent. It's excellent. So how about the uh, and everybody's Wi-Fi is perfectly eh? too. Manchester, listen. In the absence of anyone here to refute me, Manchester is the show Ohio of the UK. Um, you know, th- this is what people are saying. I've seen at least one post on social media about such a thing. Um, and that, that seems to be what, you know, n- nobody's refuting that on the internet right now. Um, and so I, I would be inclined to agree. Um, yeah. yeah, you know. No. Uh, who knew? Who knew that the UK internet well, would be you better did, than Wisconsin? They didn't, they didn't uh, play in. Not yeah, me. Exactly. <laughs> not me, not me. Somewhere. Um, you know, Manchester's close to Liverpool, so you got a lot of mus- musical history up there in those parts. It could be the show Ohio of the UK. I, I think it is. Uh, just, you know, based on tonight's show, uh, what we got, you know, again, yeah. getting into this venue, it's basically a university gymnasium. Uh, and I'm saying university because we're we're in the UK. You know, it's not college here. Uh, it's, it's university, uh, just like back home in the motherland, uh, you know, of Canada. 
Um, but so it was really cool because, you know, you get this space there, they're on a small stage, but this is one of the biggest venues of tour so far. Uh, I believe the capacity was like nine fifty uh, or something like that. Um, but you know, it wasn't sold out tonight. I think also, you know, last night was the first show of the tour that wasn't sold out. So another, you know, milestone tonight, seeing that a, not that it's a positive milestone, but we had a ton of space towards the back of the floor. Um, you know, people were very excited to be there tonight, you know, met, met some, met a few locals, but felt like a lot of people who were familiar with goose there tonight. Um, you know, as, as many, we lost Danny, which, uh, which is fine. You know, we've seen that the, the UK Wi-Fi is superior to the Wisconsin Wi-Fi, uh, which is okay. Um, but I'll keep talking here. Uh, you know, we had members of the Billy Strings crew uh, in the house tonight. You know, Billy Strings uh, crew and photographer uh, and what have you. But vibes were generally off the charts tonight. Uh, for this pod. So please, please bear with me uh, if I do end up having to do this solo. Um, I've done it before. I'll do it again. But let's dive into the show. Uh, you know, I'll start with, with these first three songs. we got Elizabeth, Look Out Cleveland, uh, and then Flow Down here. Um, I mean, we start off short gap Elizabeth, uh, but great Chugal, as you know, we've talked about on the pod uh, over the last few days. Um, you know, hit some bliss themes again, sub 10 minutes, but really, really excellent uh, jamming this Elizabeth. Danny's back. Uh, Sorry about Danny, that. I just dove, just dove into the first set a little bit, sinking my teeth in uh, as as you return here. You know, Liz Bliss, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Bliss, look out Cleveland funk uh, and, a, and a nice little flow down. What, what, what are your thoughts on, on the first three tunes of the show here? You might have thoughts. Well, we, uh, in terms of the stream, it started again around, it started, it might work. Wisconsin internet coming in hot. Um, <laughs> so we didn't, uh, we didn't get into the stream until Cleveland. We didn't get into the stream until Cleveland. So there was, uh, there was a little delay. Missed the Elizabeth completely. Elizabeth Bliss as, uh, we had to get Ryan's report. Um, seemed like it was around that same 12, you know, 11 minute. Um, and then Cleveland. Yeah. We, we jumped in kind of right around the clav and, uh, solid clam. Um, yeah. Jeff loves, uh, Jeb loves a little vocal action. I was, I was thinking even, I was thinking even Casbah potentially, um, with, or maybe they'll do that in London just with the clash, uh, connection. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then flow down. They flow down, listen. Flow down. They played. They played Casbah on the bar tonight. Uh, you know, as as I was as I was catching my Uber back here uh, to do this, I couldn't tell if Jeff was about to break into song uh, and start singing along. Um, but you know, he seemed excited by the fact that the bar was playing. So that that was pretty cool. Um, second half of the first set, you know, we get our first big jam of the night with uh, "Everything Must Go," followed by "California Magic" and "Tumble." You know, everything must go. We've seen on this new trajectory since Red Rocks, right? Of course, this new jam just dropping into this minor chord instead of the, you know, the propulsive thing that we saw earlier this year. And I mean, this is, I think, out of the three versions of this style they've played so far, this is the second best 
after Red Rocks, you know, definitely surpassing Amsterdam a little bit. And it's cool to see them kind of get a little bit more exploratory with it, uh, you know, toggling back and forth. We hit some major themes in there, hit some minor themes. Um, but I don't know what it felt like from the couch there for UD, but it felt like to me that they were really, they're working on seeing how big everything must go can go. And whether that happens at Goosemas, uh, whether that happens, you know, in 2024, I think this song has a very, very bright future ahead of it. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this here? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought um, I actually was kind of uh, distracted in the midst of um, some other uh, uh, things I had to take care of, including um, not work, you know, but so that was uh, I, I didn't get as much of the everything must go as I would have liked. And um, I uh, so I, I need to dig in a little more. I caught a little bit, uh, jumped in kind of post composition on the ride home from yoga. And I really thought that uh, it sounded good. We had a a pod mate, fellow pod mate, Neil was saying he felt very fishy on it. And kind of it did. It sort of had like Peter was creating some good spaces and Rick was really kind of dancing in and, and just a slowed down drums and bass. Um, yeah. Like you said, uh, so I need to, I need to give it greater than, um, but I just love the style. I like the down tempo, sort of different paces on the jams, um, sort of the darker spaces that they can get to and and kind of going minor um, more often. Uh, like you said, it had some good, some major peaks, but yeah, it was probably a, more or less, you know, could be argued for one of the jams of the night for sure. Definitely. And uh, definitely my jamming highlight of the first set here, you know, we get a solid Cali uh, and a really solid, you know, energetic tumble to close out the set here. Uh, I was surprised mm -hmm. to see both Tumble and Elizabeth popping up so so soon uh you know i feel like we both saw some other songs relatively Same. recently uh i mean tumble in copenhagen elizabeth in berlin um but you know didn't didn't feel like these songs are ready to come back around yet but we got great versions of both tonight um and so tumble tumble is pretty hot you know peter's sticking to guitar for a little bit longer than he has been recently uh but again just hitting those energetic peaks closing out the first set uh in style and i mean Again, this is a really, really solid first set. And I think for me, the, the, the highlight of tonight, obviously the centerpiece of tonight, is the second set. Uh, I mean, this mm -hmm. is truly a spectacular set uh, in terms of song selection, in terms of flow, in terms of execution. Right. It was <clears throat> incredible. Uh, you, do you have a, you know, before we dive into the specifics, D, you know, tell me a little bit from the couch, your, your overall scope uh your thoughts of this second set yeah no i i thought i mean immediately after i i'm i said uh hastily probably said of the the tour the tour um i think just in terms of song selection uh, like you said some solid versions of, of of good good songs good good choice songs that we like i mean yeah nice cover obviously a second um uh the second appearance of a great cover that we saw so like, yeah, without right getting into specifics, then you get a song, massive song that they've thrown so much energy into and has become the jam vehicle basically for them in the last year. Um, and then, uh, yeah, another one that kind of, you get some good bliss spaces and then a nice little sandwich at the end, a little awkward, but overall, 
song selection straight through and execution, I'd say was, yeah, like a, the best set of the tour, I think for me, um, without another listen right now. Absolutely. I, I would agree with you on that. I'm not sure, you know, what specifically you thought was uh, awkward uh, in that set. And I'm, I'm curious. Just the, to just the, just the drive more. sandwich, just the sandwich, of course, coming back okay. out into the coming back into the jam. That's it. That that was also unplanned. Uh right, you know, if you yep. saw the set list they they were planning on going drive western sun and modavon yep. uh yep. for the closer but starting at the beginning of the set, you know, when they when they broke into those first notes of I would die for you, I was so so excited. Uh you know, there, there was not really cell reception Drums. in the venue tonight. Yeah. Uh and this was the last time, you know, I like I I ran out, we were on the second floor of the venue. I like ran down the stairs to send the set list tweet. Um, and then, you know, I, I already warned, uh, Neil back at home, like just, you know, the cell reception is kind of spotty. And by the time Thatch started, it had lost completely even in the lobby. Uh, and so I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> Neil will take care the boys of it. Boys got it. So yeah. shout out, shout out to Neil, uh, for taking care of it. Um, you know, he's at, he's at Aggie right now. Uh, but I'd like to give a shout out to him for, you know, taking care of it. Uh, when I lost service tonight, but seeing I would die for you a second time, uh, you know, after yep. the debut at Red Rocks last month was amazing. People were so, so excited for it uh, tonight, obviously, because it's an amazing cover. Good. You know, Rick slayed it uh, for lack of a better term. Shout out my sister for me using that word. Um, but, yeah. The Axel F um, the little Beverly Hills. Five little Axel F and the, yeah, they jammed it out a little bit harder tonight than they did at Red Rocks, yep. uh, which is really cool yep. to hear. And I think this, you know, this is not the last we're going to see of I would die for you. And this is not the most jammed out form we're going to see oh, from no. I would die for you. You know, I think we talked about it on the Red Rocks pod and on a tour recap pod. This song's got jam potential. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so has too. more. Yeah. And we sort of saw a little more of like a dancey disco vibe. The first one I would say, and then this second version, um, you had the axle F, so it kind of immediately took a little sort of turn, and they stretched that section out a little longer than maybe some other uh, uh, teases when we'll see it in like tumble. I know a lot of yeah. tumbles in 2019 and stuff like that. We're getting the axle creatures, F. yeah, 2018, 2019 creatures. Yep. Um, so that was cool to see that come back because that's been a tease that hasn't been around for a little bit. I think 21, maybe I I can't remember what, like you said, maybe a creatures or something back then um and then also yeah no i think yeah it's just it's funny they write prince set list prince so it's yeah just, <laughs> they they know what they're playing uh <laughs> yeah. and they and they knew after prince you know it was time you know i i kind of thought it was coming maybe last night uh in glasgow uh you know they 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 did have it on the set list last night but it was time tonight we got the thatch they dropped the thatch uh, the, the coin yeah. effect like Red Rocks, on the clav so I would dive made a return. There was yeah. no, so I would yeah, like Mario. to say there, there were no Yoshi samples tonight. Uh, you know, we, we saw a little <laughs> clip of Peter with some Yoshi samples uh, on Twitter yesterday. Uh, but no, no Yoshi samples, unfortunately, made, made an appearance tonight. Um, but this thatch was amazing. You know, again, just like Amsterdam, they stripped it down to very bare bones. Trevor Bass at the forefront of the mix uh, once again in this jam, just really leading where they're going. And I, I really want to shout out Spuds here too, because I've noticed over the last few shows, Spuds, there have been a few jams where Spuds has been taking like a real leadership role 
mm-hmm. in the improv, in the music, which is really cool to hear because he's someone who's normally plays a supporting role uh, in Goose. You know, he's he's the beat behind Rick and Peter and behind, you know, the, the main thing. And there have been things like the Redbird from Brussels um, and, and then this Thatch tonight. He's really at the forefront. Yep. Um, and it's really cool to hear, especially that popcorn snare in Thatch. You know that the, like fatter, mm. thicker snare that, that he's got. Um, it just it it cuts right through, and it's so good yep. every single time. But this thatch peak just kept going and going and going. You know, once Rick took hold uh, of this little progression that he got into, um, I mean that this is this is the best thatch in a while. Uh, I think you know th- this might surpass some versions from this fall. Uh, I also might be hasty ranking and attendance bias. Uh, so please keep that disclaimer in mind while I'm talking about this. But man, it was just it, it was phenomenal never, in the room. We never tonight. do that. Both vibes and music. Uh, but I'm curious, what what did the thatch feel like from the couch, Dan? Yeah, I think once you had the Prince, the I would doubt for you opener and thatch, just like Red Rocks, those that pairing. Um, it, uh, I think it fit really well we all kind of thought it was coming like we said it was on the set list last night and um yeah i think it's just like i said even in my little brief synopsis it's definitely the the best i arguably the best jam vehicle consistently that they're putting out right now um you know it's finding something kind of a little different each time which is great and that's important i think for for yeah we 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 sort of clamor for variety and some 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 sort of uh, um, you know, unique approaches to their improv and, and patch sort of provides that it can, it can kind of, like you said, they can strip it down. They can kind of attack it a little heavier. And, um, yeah, tonight, I can't wait to hear it again too. Same thing. Another one, like, just like everything must go. I need to hear again, but, um, I was glad to see it just kept things flowing and we went right into, uh, creatures. So, and I mean, that was great. Short again, yeah, it, absolutely. Uh, short rest, another song you know, I had missed all my picks tonight. Uh, I was expecting that one to pop up again. You know, we haven't seen it since Cologne, uh, been a minute, but you know, Creatures came back tonight and it seemed like it was going to be your, you know, your run of the mill, really like fiery, energetic mid set creatures. You know, keep the energy going, keep the dance going. Um, and and they did that through the peak, but then. You know, they, they did the standard creature's peak and, and out. The, the Tarantella, if you will. But then, yep. you know, as they hit that chord, Garrett and I were kind of had a moment where we were like, maybe it's going to be Shama here. Felt like maybe it was, it was a Shama night. But yep, yep. They, just I almost kept going. They, they just kept going instead. Uh, really calls to mind a little bit of a cap drive kind of motif. Um, you know, shout out, shout out to a uh, friend of the pod, Lucas, uh, who said that. Uh, thank you, Dave Feldman. <laughs> My voice sounds like I had a blast tonight. I did sing loudly uh, tonight, as I as I tend to do. He's had a blast uh, for a I couple say, weeks. Yes, he's had a blast. It's been a couple weeks. weeks. I will say my voice sounded better before the show tonight than it does right now. I have not totally recuperated. Uh, I would like to shout out, you know, my 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 propolis spray uh, for helping me out here. Um, but yeah. this creature's bliss segment, you know, it, it reminded me a lot of the cap drive and, and the cap creatures uh, where you had this kind of standard jam for a big chunk of it. 
and then they landed in this beautiful bliss zone uh, for the last few minutes. Uh, that one had a nice little Star Wars tease from Peter. Um, but it was really cool to get this kind of pocket of jamming that was very unexpected. You know, Thatch, when they played it, I expected it to go big. Uh, you know, Drive, I was waiting for it to go big. Creatures, you know, as the jam started to unfold, I was like, we're going to get this really solid energetic one. And getting these few minutes of just beautiful, beautiful bliss was an incredible gift. Uh, and and just, again, the vibe was incredible in the room tonight. Danny, what what did you feel about this Creatures from the sh uh, from the couch? Yeah. Same, same thing. I think in terms of the, uh, spray it out, spray it out in terms of the approach that creatures has had lately. Uh, it's, it's one that I still think has sort of needed a, a bigger version of, um, I mean, like we don't maybe let, listen back all the way to like Fred 2021, like, uh, the, the May 2021, that is not the fest. Um, but just like that being a great version, you know, like a song, a version that I can like would want to listen to again. It's it's been sort of a minute. They they did their arpeggiator version at uh, in Chicago um, before Louisville, and that was a little different. So like it's cool to see it. And then the Bliss section, which um yeah, you said the Cap version. We had Legend Valley, of course, last year, so that was very cool. And this one a little different though. Um, like you said, Rick, very like a very guitar led Bliss and sort of like floating space um so that felt awesome it sort of just i think it threaded the set together very well as we had headed into uh you know into another one that we had been looking for in in drive too you're like oh yes wow. you got i would die for you thatch creatures drive and we're just like this is a great set so exactly that's how i felt yeah, it was awesome. yeah the all killer no filler uh in the second set here you know when they started drive the place went crazy uh, you know, whether they were going to jam it or not, I was kind of, you know, as they were playing drive and as I was obviously jumping up and down very excitedly and singing, singing. along, yeah. uh, you know, playing very exuberant air <clears throat> guitar, I was still thinking in the back of my mind, like, are we at the right point in the set for a jam here? You know, are they going to do no jam drive into Madhavan to end the, yep. end the show? Yep. What are they going to do here? Um, and so it was cool, you know, that when, when it was clear that, you know, they were finishing out the drive, no jam initially. Uh, and they mm -hmm. did Western Sun. I think all of them, Peter included, expected them to go Madhavan uh, to finish there. Uh, you know, P Peter strapped on the guitar. Uh, he was ready. And he said, you know, we got one more for you. And then Rick said into the talk back, Mike, presumably, like, let's do the drive jam. And then Peter said, maybe this is one more. You know, unsure of how it was going to go from there, <laughs> uh, which was pretty funny. And also funny to me. You know, he strapped on the guitar, ready to play Madhavan. And he then within seconds of them starting the drive jam, he was back on keys, uh, which was pretty, yeah. you know, it was, it was funny. Um, but they started the drive He's jam. He's limber. Yeah. Second drive sandwich of the tour. And I got to say, Danny, I, I'm not sure your thoughts on this, but I love these drive sandwiches. Uh, you know, we, we saw so many versions of drive with no jam in the spring uh, and early summer. Um, and so it's cool to see them you know, taking this fiery, you know, guitar solo drive portion of the song, giving us something like Western Sun or Bob Don in Paris as like a mm -hmm. little landing pad and then mm -hmm. jetting off on the jam again uh, like they did tonight. And I mean, tonight's was special. Uh, you know, th this is one of those things where, you know, you go to a goose show, you're not expecting a ton of 
unexpected things in terms of like set lists uh, or that or segues. You know, most of it is planned based on the written set list. Uh, but when you get something like this drive tonight, where you know we're vibing along to this really celebratory, you know, peaky jam, really excellent, and I kind of start hearing like, you know, it's got kind of this SOS vibe. Like maybe Peter's yep. playing you know, kind of an SOS CCP happening there. And yep, then they yep. keep going. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I think that counts as an SOS tease. And, you know, obviously I had no service. And so I was unable to see, you know, the chatter in the, in the rest of the community and, you know, wasn't able to put out anything definitive on it. Uh, but then, you know, Peter keeps playing it. And then eventually Rick caught on to the theme and, you know, the rest of the band starts playing the SOS jam just out of this drive, uh, which was so cool. Um, and then I was thinking to myself, you know, they could just kind of end it off of the jam, you know, like they could just be like, you know, we're vamping on this for a while and then end it. Um, but when Rick, you know, Rick kind of turned back to spuds, gave him that look, like we're going to do the ending, like, you know, fuck it. Like who cares? Um, and it was so cool. The energy in the moment when they hit those, you know, repeating notes, uh, to, to end the SOS, um, people, people were going crazy. Um, and it, it was really, really amazing. Uh, it was, it was a phenomenal way, uh, to close out the show tonight. You know, I really hope it kind of impacted the same way from the couch. Um, but man, it, it was, it was incredible moment, uh, in the room tonight. Yeah, it did. It did. I definitely agree. I think that it, um, the, I like a sandwich and sort of splitting songs up a lot. You've seen it with Madhavan. Who and uh, yeah, agreed. I want more. I want more sandwich sandwiches and and segues as always. Um, so I thought that it was great. Uh, yeah, it was a little. We sort of were joking. It was a little like, hey, oh, to Peter, you know, kind of he's <laughs> ready for one thing, switch to the other. Shows obviously their ability though to like make that decision on the fly, which was good. So that's something like he's obviously equipped to do that. So it was like, bam, right back onto keys. And uh, yeah, the, 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 the SOS kind of dawn, I, you got Rick kind of playing some of those notes for like the dawn piece of it too on guitar and, and yep. And sort of the, the SOS finish and um, <clears throat> as they wrapped it up and it's great. I think those are, those, that's cool. If they can kind of blend songs together or sort of throw those little teases of other songs that are coming in the night or that they've been played, you know, whatever, but it hit, I think it was a great way to cap the set. We've talked about, Let's give Madhavan justice, you know, in Bristol or London, um, in terms of obviously wanting it to have its full potential. And that's Where something. Where is the Madhavan? Yeah, well, no, we haven't you know, seen it since Paris. What's what's going I, on here? Well, are they just going to do it? And I mean, I don't know if a, they might just rip it on a four hundred fifty person barge in Bristol, or they'll just throw it out in in London. <laughs> little barge. Um, yeah. <laughs> little little Madhavan on the water. Uh, just a rip in Madhavan. Yeah. So I thought it just capped the set really well, though, the drive sandwich. And uh, it, it was better, like we said, than maybe like a 12 minute Madhavan, you know, that like takes it away maybe from Absolutely. the weekend and takes it away from the weekend and sort of. So, yeah, I, it felt like they were throwing some songs out, like we said, like Tumble and Elizabeth to kind of give some other ones some focus for the next three nights. Um, I think it's shaping up really well. I yeah. think the band sounds great too. Um, well, yeah, they're sort is, of hitting their this stride. Was, this was their first two consecutive shows since Paris Cologne to start off the tour. 
when, you know, obviously yep. they were still it was very stop start to Europe. Very um, stop and start. basically the vibe I got tonight was, you know, we've been here for two weeks. We're playing shows at this point. Like, you know, like who cares? Like we're, we're just going to play, you know, and we're going to do whatever. Um, and it was awesome. You know, I, we got like some like swagger a little bit from them tonight, you know, during creatures, um, you know, I was watching spuds who was like, really, you know, like looked really excited on the beat, did like a little stick flip, like nice. in between hi hat hits. It was <laughs> like, you know, they, they were having a blast up there tonight. Uh, and they were, they were playing, I mean, just on an incredibly high level as, as we've talked about. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to see where we go in Bristol and London, uh, to close out the tour, you know, we got three nights left. This Madhavan, again, similar to back in the spring where they didn't play it for a large number of shows. Um, you know, it was on a couple of set lists, it got cut. And then they came back in Nashville with this huge 28-minute version. Uh, so really excited to yeah. see where, you know, obviously the Bristol or London Madhavan, wherever they decide to play it, how this ends up and how they decide to approach these last, you know, few shows of the tour. Obviously, we've got a boat. On Saturday. Yeah, I think um, I think honestly, I think they might. I think they might go with an approach of it being you had a smaller show, and then we got the two bigger shows in London with a bigger yep. crowd and approach. You know, maybe like you're going to get some more fans. The the little Bard show is probably going to be very small. You know, it's sold out, but you're going to have a lot of Americans there, and like they might just throw it down in a small last show before two bigger shows. You'll get your hunger site. You'll get your drip field. You get your born. You'll get those songs. We probably get Thatch again on on the Monday. I'd be okay uh, with show it. in London. You know, I think why Personally. not do it one more time? Yeah, why not again? Yeah, your dad absolutely. said it in the chat. I think he was saying, "Why not? Why not?" Uh, yeah, he said, "Now room to have another that another Thatch in Europe." Uh, you're absolutely right. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, I would say if they had played Thatch, you know, in in Brussels. Uh, or last night, I would say 100% is coming, you know, night two of London. Yeah, it, is a, it, up it, there. Is, it is a toss up. Yeah, this might be a little bit of a short gap, uh, but we'll see what happens. You know, anything's possible. Obviously, we will be back uh, on Saturday night here uh, after Bristol, 8 p.m. Eastern. Will I be here? Will I not? We don't know yet, uh, but there will be a podcast uh, and people will be talking about. I won't. The Goose Bjorn and Danny won't. Bjorn and Danny won't. Bjorn and Danny have a prior engagement on Saturday night. Uh, Neil, where is Neil? Thank you for asking, Katie. Uh, we got Neil a, tonight. We got a is, hockey game. Um, Neil is not spending time with his family. I would just like people to just to just clarify that. Uh, Neil prioritizes the pod over his family uh, because he's responsible. Uh, tonight he's at uh, Aggie. Uh, you know he's seeing some other live music, uh, so we would just like everybody to to know and be secure with the fact that Neil did not choose his family uh, over this podcast. Uh, he's seeing, he's seeing live music, which is the only real excuse yeah. for not being here. You know, am I, am I right, Danny? That's it. Or, or athletics. Uh, I have a hockey game on Saturday. That's what, why I won't be here. One of the two, one of the two works, yeah. you know, Jive's probably playing if pickleball. You're getting exercise, right? Yep. Late Kev, night, Kev is exercising <laughs> in some, in some fashion right now, I'm sure. <laughs> As we know, and Neil's dancing. Kev loves exercise. Yeah. yeah, and Neil's dancing. Neil is. Uh, he's 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 dancing, and you know he's having a great time. Uh, so he's getting spry for goosemas. 
Exactly. <laughs> Goosemas is going to be a great time. You know, we're all going to be there except for Jive. Um, but this, this, we're not talking about Goosemas here yet. Um, but thanks everybody uh, who's tuned into this uh, episode of Evening After Show. Uh, we appreciate all of you tuning in. Um, you know, this was definitely more on track than last night's episode, I think. Uh, funny how that works when there's only two of us. I didn't catch it, so I'll have to listen for the shenanigans. <laughs> oh, you weren't even there last night. <laughs> One of the most incoherent podcasts we've ever done, uh, and I encourage you all to go listen to it. Uh, it's quite something. Uh, but we'll be back on Saturday uh, after the Bristol show, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, please join us uh, to recap. It's going to be a great time, as always. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Thursday night. Have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic Friday. Friday. Uh, we'll see you on Saturday evening. That's all for us. Peace. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.